Are you saying you're John Mulaney? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, clip it. I'm saying that. Uh- um, we're just gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna, 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 be, gonna be honest with you. If you, we're gonna get views here, I told Judd this. Take your shoes off. Take them off. And then you're gonna cut me a piece of ham. And we're going to start this podcast. What? <laughs> Microphone, sir. What do you mean by cut? You're going to cut me a piece of ham and you're going to take your shoes off. You're going to show your toes to the weird people that like looking at our feet here. Because there's a lot of them. And I think I might have just ostracized half the people that watch this. But show them your feet. Do I have to show them my feet the whole he's time? He's 6'7", so he's got some digits. I'm s- yeah, I'm six seven. Are you six seven? No, I'm six four. Six, close enough to me, six seven. I'm like, cut you a piece of ham. Jesus Christ! Are you guys like ham people? Judd was the first one to do this. You'll be number two. This is a full leg of Spanish ham. I would like you to remove the towel, take the piece of fat off, put it on the towel, and you're going to cut me a piece of ham. Okay. All right. All right. Take the the fat off. This feels like ham. Is this a two-handed job? That's a real (laughs) knife. (laughs) That is a real knife, buddy. (laughs) It is. I'm I'm curious to see. It still seems kind of... It's soft still, Jake. Where did you guys get this? A pig. Yeah, don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to. All right. So So here's, here's the thing. You ever had, like, prosciutto? Yep. Okay. That's this. I would like you to cut nice thin slices. I love that we I'm making the guy with one hand do this too. All right. This is this is off to a good start. I did not expect this. This is very uncomfortable. I I'm not gonna make you eat it because it's um it's supposed to be left out. See, it's still soft, though. Quick, can I see the knife real quick? This yeah, you're using the wrong side of the knife. This, this isn't the right side of the knife. No, you want to use this side. That clip better go viral. Look, look how much easier it is that you're using the right side. All right, lift up, and I'm gonna need you to eat this piece of ham. I'm eating this piece of ham. If I get sick from this ham, this left out ham, this Spanish ham. Yeah, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. I think we should shave the top layer off first. Jake, can you do me a favor and get rid of this ham for us? Why not? Can you can you use the microphone, sir? 
Use the towel. Use the towel. What did I? Microphone. What did I just do that for? You just shock and awe. Did you expect when you got here to cut a piece of Spanish ham today? I I did not. You said you wanted to get vulnerable. You are one with a pig. I mean, also, I learned kosher means blessed by rabbi. I thought it just meant no pig. Does that mean our kosher salt has been blessed? Yep. Really? Yep. No, we got to put the fat over it. The fat preserves the... Uh, the allure. Yep. Well, not the allure. It, it keeps it moist. Okay, I need you to. Why don't you tell everyone when when your uh, your oh, special yeah, is yeah. going to be? Yeah. The, the reason why we're all here. I just pressed a button. It's okay. I don't know what I, that did. Hey guys, my special, uh, unexpected turbulence is uh, going to be shooting May twentieth, uh, Saturday, May twentieth, in uh, the Story Hill neighborhood of Milwaukee. So if you're in Milwaukee, please come check it out. Uh, the The place where it's at is Story Hill Firehouse. So please come and uh, and enjoy it. Where I I have re- worked really hard on it, and I think uh, I think anyone can can like, or I know anyone can like my comedy. All right. All right. Sit back. Relax. My hands are still yummy. Wipe them on your jeans. Are you, if you get like messy when you eat, do you ever wipe it on your pants? Or you, do you wipe it on your leg hair? Do you have enough leg hair? No. Are you a hairy person? I mean, I, there's so many questions I have to, we have to back up a second. You seem like you got like long black hairs, but like not a lot of them in like patchy places. Let's back up. Okay. What, a napkin? I use a, a napkin to to wipe my hands off. You animal! You don't you use your leg hairs? Well, like, I'll I'll use my leg hairs when I'm out in the wilderness, in which I don't go out in the wilderness because you want to know why? There's no napkins. Okay. Out in uh, the okay. 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 Summer day, you're you're down by you know the lake. Okay. You're on the beach. There's there's no napkins at the beach. You have a bag of potato chips, and y- you have a few of them. What do you do with your fingers? Do you just... You, I find you, grass. You, you're I on the beach. Grass. There's no grass. I. You've I, never just wiped your... Fi- Jake, have you ever wiped your fingers on your legs? I... I <laughs> thank you, Jake. <laughs> I would use the water to wash my hands off to wash... There's a drought. <laughs> If this is going to be hypotheticals about washing hands the entire time, I'm going to be pissed. Why? What do you want to talk about? I just, I, like, you know, at the end of every Entourage episode. Everything works out. Everything works out. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling like right now. You think this is going to work out? Yeah. This episode or life? Just, well... The the special, okay. I I've uncovered a new five minute chunk that just recently came about, and 
that's that's gonna lead off the special. I'm feeling really good about it. How many times have you done it? Or is this you're just gonna wing it? No, I've done it like three times now. That's not winging it. That's not winging it to me. No, no. But it's still that's very new. That is very yeah, new. You can, are you only doing one recording? That I'm do, only doing one recording. I I was telling everyone, well, if we sell enough tickets, maybe <laughs> two. But we got to sell more tickets, guys. May 20th, Story Hill Firehouse. Please be there. That's we only Firehouse have... Subs, May 21st. <laughs> <laughs> West Dallas, Wisconsin. I uh, love the club at Firehouse Subs. Have you ever had Firehouse Subs? I'm the gonna, special. No. <laughs> the special. You goddamn asshole. <laughs> We're um, here to talk about one thing and one thing only, and that's my comedy special. Ask me when I thought of the idea. Your clips. Are you like hard boiled eggs? Or are you scrambled over easy, over medium? Oh my god! I <laughs> hate podcasts that that go. When this did, way. when when did you decide you wanted to do this? So about two years ago, I decided, or I was having a conversation with my cousin Bob Carroll. He's on none of the socials. Love him to death. Uh, he he was like, do something. He's he's a big he's a big personality. He's a big character, and we we somehow got onto the discussion of like the future. And he said something in passing, and he he didn't really point this to me, but. He, he was, he said, not enough people do things that they're afraid of. I would say most people don't do things they're afraid of. And when I sat down last, and that stuck in my head. And I, when I sat down, uh, when was it? It had been a year and a half ago. I sit down every December and write out my goals for the next year. Uh, and sidebar, how many times have you accomplished all the goals? I mean, it's not about a accomplishing. No, I know. I'm just genuinely curious. Have you ever been able to like just check them all off by the end of the year? No, but it's not about accomplishing a goal. It's about to me, it's about setting, setting, charting a course, charting a course for the next year. What do you really want to focus on? And it doesn't matter if, if it gets accomplished or not. It, to me, it's that you're, you're setting, you're setting your goals. And one of the goals I had was, uh, to do something I'm afraid of in comedy and that's shoot a special and not because I'm not funny enough. It's, it, it was more because, you know, I don't have 
the following you would you'd associate with someone or I don't have the the all the followers on social media that you associate with doing something like this. Yeah, when but most I people s- think special, they think Netflix. Yeah. But and then and then I I listened to Tom Segura talk about like putting out your own stuff and he said they're the gatekeepers in comedy are so much less than they used to be and meaning that you you could you can put out your own stuff and be as good as people in comedy clubs doing comedy as a full-time job it's exposure and you have the ability to put them out put out whatever you want right it's just a tricky line because you just put out everything you've ever done no no you want everything to be you want things to be good and everything's to be perfect but if you keep putting out bs people are like what why am i going to keep watching this because right it all sucks it there's right. a it's still a game yeah the gatekeepers aren't what they used to be but it's just it's a different game is yeah. what it is yeah and so i sat down last december had a goal of doing a comedy special and then talked to talked to people close to me talked to my wife about it uh talked to judd judge my co-producer on it judd has been instrumental in you know laying out the logistics not only not only logistics of you know the 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 where when how of it but also like helping with the with like brainstorming jokes and it's you know i i can't think of enough for it um i talked to my parents my parents are going to be there my parents really haven't seen me do stand-up comedy they know they know what my jokes are about um and you know for better or for worse i sort of use them in my act i mean i think most people use their life in their act i i don't use my parents i've used my mom i've never i think i've used my dad once used my mom way more than my dad I use my girlfriend a decent amount just because most I interact with her the most. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I wanted to get something in about every one of my family members and I've done that with my mom and my dad. I can't find anything for my brother. Don't force it. Yeah. I mean, this should be hopeful. I mean, you know what you're going to do now, right? For the whole thing. You have this completely planned out or are you still tinkering with it? I mean, I am still still toying with it. I do I have the general layout yeah. of it. I sit down I've been sitting down since September or not September, December writing out what my half hour is going to be every week. And so and that's that's morphed for what like some jokes I thought we're going to be in the special aren't going to make the special like well, yeah and then you don't you, you have them for later do another half hour 
down the road. Yeah. But or just never use them again. Yeah. Not everything's meant to be used. It's exactly. And I think as a, as a person, as a comedian, you grow, uh, into you, if you stick around long enough, you grow into, uh, better jokes and going back to the entourage, like everything's going to work out. Like just probably in the last half month, like my jokes have, have gone to a new level. I think you want to ask me a stupid question, don't you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely just listening. This is my face when I listen for a long time. Um, I, another, are you afraid of my stupid questions? I just don't want to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. I, another like instrumental piece of the special is I watched John Mulaney's latest special, baby J in that like rewired my whole brain into stand-up comedy because he in this latest special talks about uh going through drug addiction and drug rehab and that that's been like like the only time i've seen a comic like really tear into something that's inherently not funny like I've seen comics, and don't get me wrong, I think comics, any comic, can kill. But to do it with stuff that's inherently not funny, like uh, like drug addiction and drug rehab, and go in-depth with it, is, it's, it's inspiring. And not just in not just in the way that like he made it through the other side but like his jokes are really well written and you know i'm talking about having brain cancer and a stroke and that is inherently not funny but i i i do it right <laughs> <laughs> And John Mulaney does it does it right too, and so. Are you saying you're John Mulaney? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, clip it. I'm saying that. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think I don't know. Stand-up counties. So, uh, what's the word? What's the opposite of? Objective, subjective. Yeah. You just answered your own question. I did. I did. I'm doing this interview all by myself. You you just, you know, I'll just turn my camera off. You ask the question, then answer it. You want to do that? Yeah. All right. Um, I'll make dinner. Do you want some? What are you making? I got some sweet potatoes, some Brussels sprouts. I can make some chicken. Um, You know, a nice bro meal. Nice bro meal. Nice bro meal, yeah. Gotta stay in shape. Um, is that like what you eat regularly? 
Do you meal plan? Not yes and no. Like, what do you mean meal plan? Like, like meal prep or meal, meal pre- prep? Sorry. Uh, lunch. Yeah. Yes and yes. Like lunch, I just make a bunch of chicken for the week, so that's my protein for lunch. Right. And then I take a bunch of vegetables and yogurt. Okay. And my breakfast is fruit and a protein shake. And then mm. dinner, I just eat whatever I want, essentially. Whatever I still have here. Right. A lot of times, it's eggs. Yeah. I really like eggs. How many eggs do you think you've eaten in a lifetime? Stupid question. <laughs> um, it is a stupid question, but we got some time to fill. He, and eggs, they want to get to know you. Eggs. Eggs. Um, eggs with an egg? Eggs. Eggs. Bags. Eggs. Um... I would say there was a period of time where I really liked eggs from like three to six. And then I shut off eggs completely because you remember being three. I don't know. I just said three as a number as a starting point. Okay. Three to six. And then I, I swore off eggs until about sixth grade. And then scrambled eggs. Love a good scrambled egg. Scrambled egg with a little bit. Here's the secret. With a little bit of milk. Milk. Yeah, I hear p- people do that. And Parmesan cheese. Ooh, you're a Parmesan. Okay. Yep. I don't do the milk. I just throw some cheddar in there or some Colby Jack. Yep. Scramble it up if I'm going to do scramble. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes I like a nice over easy egg. Get a little runny. Piece of toast. Do you, I haven't been sick of eggs in the last four years, and I eat them all the time. I've had thousands of eggs, yeah. I think. So let's let's break this down. A day, four, four, four eggs a day. I I probably in peak I was having probably twenty to twenty four eggs a week. Okay. Times. 52 that's a year that's you know a number i've had a brain injury so (laughs) i can't do it um that's like a thousand yeah four years i've had thousands of eggs that's thousands of eggs congratulations plus that time i was really into eggs from like two and a half to like six and three months i was really into eggs and then i quit till seventh grade yeah. Slightly before seventh grade, so around the time you—that's why your show's short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, I honestly, May twentieth, Story Hill Firehouse, eight p.m. Firehouse subs number twelve. Get the club; it's delicious. Ask me. <laughs> this this is how it's gonna go. I want you to tell me what to ask you, and then I will. I have to I have a funny you. story to tell you. Okay. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you tell me a funny story? Yes, I can. Um, so this past summer, um, I got some good news from the doctor. My tumor is actually smaller. Fuck yeah. The first time in 15 years. And I was, when I got the news, the doctor, the doctor sort of like slow played me on it. She's like, your tumor is looking smaller, but, you know, I just want to compare the scans a little bit more and I'll 
I will call you later on today. So I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And then when she came back and she said, hey, the tumor is smaller. And I I was ecstatic. I I cried and then I called my mom. She cried. And then I, <laughs> I told my wife, and you would think, and you would think that this, I have told my wife that I still have a tumor in my brain. Yeah. And I did not disclose that information to her. So instead of her being incredibly emotional, actually she is incredibly emotional supportive, but this time she was mad at me because she, she thought it was gone. I didn't have a tumor. How did you phrase it to her that she was like, yeah, it's gone. I I've never said it's gone. It's gone, gone. You said it was smaller, but why does she think it was gone? I'm confused right now. Maybe this isn't a joke I'll use in my special. <laughs> <laughs> was this the first five minutes? No, no, okay. no, no. This is this is a joke. Um, or this is this is a story bit. I'm so just your mom up. cried. You cried. How did you phrase it? To your wife that she was like, I thought you said it was gone. Okay. So she, so I said, Hey babe, I got some good news. I got some great news from the doctor today. My tumor is looking smaller. And she said, there's a tumor. Do you still have a tumor inside your body? Oh, she always thought it was gone. Yeah. Oh, did she think it was gone when she married you? I think I think in this is totally on me. Yeah. Just because I'm terrible at disclosing things. Or I I disclose things you don't want. I'm an open book. I disclose things you don't want and leave out some would say important details. Okay. And this was probably the most important detail I've left out with my wife so far. To, I'm convinced she married you thinking you had no tumor in you now. I I don't want to broach the subject with her, but yes, I do. I do think... We're approaching it right now. We're approaching it right now. May 20th, Story Hill Firehouse, 8 p.m. Yes. Um... I I that's what I generally think. What else do you think she doesn't know but thinks she knows about you? I'm I have told this woman everything that I know to be true about myself. Except for the fact that you still have a tumor in your head. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Except but hey, for congratulations though. That is good news. It is you. getting smaller. Thank you. You got to feel good about that. Thank you. I don't know why it's getting smaller. Who fucking cares? I really wish it got smaller before, <laughs> before I had the stroke. But, um, you know, what can you do? You'd have half the jokes. I, I wouldn't have 
five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell everyone what you're going to talk about. Then they won't buy any tickets. Uh, it's it's sort of like heavy handed. Like if I don't tell, like oh, like this is going to be a zany comedy. If you did show. a full thirty minutes and you didn't mention it once. I'd be like, all right, what's up with him then? <laughs> <laughs> um. That is my funny story. It's good. I'm glad you. I workshopped with it yeah. with you. I'm I'm glad you tell your wife everything, ninety percent of the time. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent of the time. She calls me open book bunny. Open book bunny. Benny. Benny. Because my name's Ben. I didn't. Okay. My name's Ben. Everyone. Story Hill Firehouse. Eight p.m. May twentieth. Have you ever had the meatball sub at Firehouse Subs? Now you're going to make me... <laughs> Irrationally mad? No, say Story Hill Subs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, um, <laughs> do you have another question you want me to ask you? Um, are, you are you done with comedy after this? Are you going to continue doing it? I... Like, Are you going to take a break? Are you going to go on like a honeymoon? Well, I am going on my honeymoon a week after the special. There so you that's go. Where are you going nice. again? Ireland. Ireland. That'll be nice. Yeah. So, and we're balling out. We're going We're going to fancy hotels, hiring a private driver, because we do not want to drive on those little roads in Ireland. No. I feel like they're all like cobblestones. Yeah. The highways, the highways I heard, heard are, or as they call it, the Autobahn. Uh, I don't think that's Ireland either. I'm pretty sure that's Germany. Yeah. It doesn't sound Irish at all. It, it does not. Um, you know, I think there is a speed limit on the Autobahn sometimes. I saw this video the other day. There's like weird things you, or like culture shocks when going to Europe like sometimes there is a speed limit on the autobahn and it's like what like 55 200 miles an hour no I wonder how many people actually go like 120 all the time on the autobahn that's what the left lane's for or the right lane in because it's backwards are the freeways backwards then yeah that's messing with me thinking about that yeah so, we, how fast do you think you can go in a car comfortably without being like, "Oh fuck, we need to slow down"? Like just on a f- flat, straight road. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that if you go over eighty miles an hour, you're you're testing fate. I keep it. I keep it at eighty, at all times. And the only times I've had a speeding ticket, going over 80. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. I've gotten a warning. I've gotten pulled over once because I thought my car was stolen. And what was that like? It was interesting. I I thought I rolled the stop sign. So I was like, oh, and the cop car pulled. Um, it was like an intersection. It was not like it was an intersection, and I turned right and the and I just kind of rolled through it, and the cop followed right behind me, and I was like, oh shit! So then I I acted weird and I shouldn't have, and I I took a right again, 
basically back into where I was going. Like, oh, I forgot something. Or I was going to go get food and turn the lights on. And I pulled into a parking lot and he parked me in. And he goes, uh, did you, uh, you know, this car is stolen, right? I go, no, it's not. Like, it's not red. What's your name? I was like, Michael. I was like, it's not registered to you. Um, and this isn't like the correct license plate or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, this is my car. He goes, when did you get it? Like six, seven months. It was my first car ever. My parents got me a car. And apparently my dad dropped the registration off of the DMV and they just didn't register my car. It got lost in the paperwork on the desk at the Whoa. DMV. They said they just found my, cause my dad went in. We had 36 hours to get it registered. Otherwise it was reported stolen. We've been fined big time. And they just like, yeah, oh, it's on the desk here. We just missed it. For six months, they missed it. That's, like, I know, like, but, like, that's one of my nightmares is to, like, do all the paperwork and then, like, government institutions screw it up. Yeah, at the end of the day, we don't have control over much. Yeah. We don't. If they want to take it, they'll take it. And then, like, where... where now, I, that sentence probably triggered a few people. Like, <laughs> try and come and take my fucking guns. So, what was... What did you... I don't know where I was going with this. Was it about my car? Yeah. What did I do? I just drove home and told my dad, hey, did hey. we steal this car? He's like, no. He goes, apparently it's not registered. And then he got irrationally mad because he did all the work. And the next day it was registered. Like, yeah, it's just stuck underneath the paperwork. I'm like, how do you... How? Stuck underneath the copier, dude. That's like something like the government emails you about. I'm like, sorry, I lost it in my desk. I'll register it tomorrow. They're like, well, we're still going to issue a $5,000 fine for not registering your car within X amount of time. Like, I feel like I should have gotten money back for, you know. The hassle? The hassle. The the trauma. The, you know, the time it took out of my life to do all that. Because that's what we're getting billed for by the government. Yeah. All right. What do you think of taxes? <laughs> I think we're going down a slippery slope here. <laughs> all of a sudden, the video ends at, like, Minute 27. <laughs> so, back to your original question where mm -hmm. are you going to take a break? Are, yeah. you gonna, are you done with comedy? Um, going into this, I, I really had to ask myself, is, is this going to be the one of the final times I'm on stage. No, it's not. I mean, I, I've, I've worked six years on this, this getting one, getting up the courage to, if you're about to tell me the podcast wasn't recording the whole time. No, it's recording. I'm okay. just, I got to turn it on every once in a while. And I'll tell you why I'm checking my phone. Just uh, safety of my my lady right now. What's what's going on? You know, uh, and I hate to interrupt, but you know, because um, I'm I'm gonna respond so she feels safe. But um, you know, 
I just heard about this. Apple AirTags. Like, people can use it to track people. Yeah. And if you've been traveling one for a while, for safety reasons, Apple will notify you, like, hey, there's one in the area. Well, my girlfriend just moved, and... Did she find one on her car? No, but is getting the notification... Um, I I can read it, and it's I don't know if it's real or not. Um, if it's like a glitch or something like that, but unknown AirTag. Um, what were the other ones? AirPods Pro found moving with you. The owner of this item can see its location. But she's the owner of the item. She's not. She's not the owner of them. And so, um, you let me know. Air AirPods Pro found moving with you. What was the other one? It's it's some weird stuff that I don't like. So it, it it's kind of sketchy to think someone could just put something on someone's car and then they're just tracking you. Yeah. Because then it says where it's been and it's between her new place and her old place. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. gonna keep uh, talking about you're my comedy ta- special. Yeah, you keep talking about the comedy. I'm gonna reply to her real quick. Okay. So, what are you gonna say? I thought you keep talking about comedy. No. I, I'm just gonna make sure she's all right because she said you're gonna get paranoid with it. So I'll just I'm gonna reply. I don't need to okay. divulge personal stuff on here all right don't divulge hey story hill firehouse may 20th eight o'clock so yeah um i i really had to wrestle with is this going to be the the last time i'm on stage and you know because it's been six years and you know you you get this from doing comedy from your time. The, the struggle is real. Like going to some gigs, you really don't want to go and you show up and you're like, this is exactly what I expected. Oh yeah. That's even, that's, that's worse. Like actually, I don't know. What's worse? Going to something you think might be all right, then it's a dud? Or like, this is going to be a dud, then it's definitely a dud? I th- it, The way my brain works is I say, this is going to be a dud, but in the in the back of my mind... Oh, like, it could turn out. This, yeah. this could turn around. Same. Yeah. But I think, I think it's worse when you know it's going to be a dud and you show up and... It's just not going at all. Yeah, that happens. It's a. Uh, it, it makes you feel. Uh, it's such a weird thing because it's not really that weird, but you're like, oh, I'm on a show. This is good for me, but in reality, <laughs> no one's there. No, I mean, one's you're getting there. stage time, yes, and you're you gotta if you can make like four people laugh, you feel good, and it, you're building confidence at the end of the day. Is yeah. what you're doing, but. You leave there. I'm like, I drove an hour and a half. Someone paid and me forty to fifty bucks, not even probably twenty five, because it's 
if you're in the beginning, you're hosting. So you went for five minutes. You drove an hour and a half. You made 10 to 25 bucks, paid for your gas on the way there and back. You go home, you're like, well, that was my Friday night. And what's worse is if you bring a camera and you hit set up a camera, like you feel like, oh, my God, like I'm not even going to watch this. I just recorded myself and I'm not even going to watch it because there's four people in this room. Even if there's people there, it takes a lot for me to watch myself back. I mean, it's, it's a good set. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch myself being good. Yeah. I, everyone will watch themselves being good, but there are times you give it enough time. You won't like that set. Like there was, um, a few of them I've done this year. I'm like, Oh, that, that went pretty well. And now I was looking at it today. Cause I was getting some of the stuff off the SD cards for this. And I was like, I don't want to watch that. I know exactly how it went. It wasn't as good as I thought. Yeah. Your expectations just got higher. Yeah. And I mean, with starting, starting from scratch, it isn't scary to me, but it's just like, all right, now I, I, moved the boulder up the hill and when this is done starting back at the bottom yeah but isn't there isn't there some like excitement to that at least for me there is because i hate doing the same thing over and over and over again that's what this is right um and i have no problem doing it shows and whatnot but you get so sick and tired of over and over so the creative freedom now it's going to be stressful every thing i've listened to people like am i gonna be able to write another hour half hour again and then three months later like oh i got 15 minutes right like it's it's a time thing it's stressful but it's kind of nice like oh new because how how excited do you get when you have something new that you like that you're gonna go try on stage you're kind you're pumped about it oh yeah and then if it does well you're like holy shit i have something yeah it sucks when it doesn't go well, but you're like, at least I tried something new and didn't do the same thing to the same people over and over and over again. That's what the last probably three months has been for me. But you need to do that because you're I, practicing for it. I, I know I need There's to do that. a different mindset. But I don't I, – I have, I have worked – really hard not for me or for it not to seem so rehearsed yeah for me like the first probably three years of comedy i recited the for 15 minutes uh or not of this half hour but off 15 minutes every show and i i had to learn the the hard way that you know that material was good for you when you're just starting out you started but now it's time to time to morph time to grow out of that material yeah so that was that was really freeing to me to just go for it like the new stuff working in the old stuff with the new stuff and that's where i'm at now and guys, like an entourage episode, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. Can I ask you dumb questions now? Do you think it's weird that I check my Apple Watch like this? 
What, to your nose? Are you trying to smell the time? No, because I really can't use this hand that much. I check my messages. Oh, with your nose. With with my nose. Oh, I I do that all the time. I do it like I even do it with my phone. I'm like, you know what? Have you ever tried using your penis tip with it? Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> you jackass. All right, can I ask you a fun one? Uh, yeah. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Fun. Let's have some fun. I mean, I'm having fun. I've had fun the whole time. Good. But yeah, let's have okay. more fun. <laughs> um, your Mount Rushmore, not of comedy. Yeah. Okay. Um, the aliens, they're hovering. Okay. Yep. No, and no, no, they're no, like, no, we no, need no, no. four representatives from you. Yep. We don't know what they want, what their intentions are. Four people, your Mount Rushmore. Who are you sending up to meet the aliens? You don't know what they want. Are they horny? Is, are they hungry? Are they angry? Are they happy? This is tough. This question doesn't have enough parameters. No, it has the exact amount of parameters, which because your answers could be all over the place. You want to cover so many spectrums. Yeah. I think I'd want to send one person who's the greatest in their field. And that's either Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan. Okay. Greatest basketball player, greatest golfer. You're sending both of them? No, I'm sending one or the other. Tiger Woods. I'm sending okay, you're se- Tiger Woods. You're sending... T-Woods. T-Woods. Okay. Then, then I'm sending... Uh, a person that's going to mediate okay, and make it a fun time. So Trump. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Um, I'm going to send a comedian. I'm going to send, I think, you know what? I think Burt Kreischer's the one for the do- job. Okay. He can, he knows, he knows how to, set people at ease. Um, I feel like he would just talk to Tiger Woods about his golf swing the whole time. There, There is a possibility of that. Would, would he go shirtless or with a shirt on? He's got to take the shirt off. This okay. aliens need to see how... Peak male form? Not even that. Like just how barbarian, barbaric we can be. Okay. I like that. I like that. So we got Burt Kreischer... Tiger T Woods. Woods, um, can't send yourself. I I'm not I'm not going to. How? What? I don't know. I'd want to go. Um, you wouldn't want to go up there. You know, I'm I'm good down here. I'd go. If I had the opportunity. I can send me up. All right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Then, then we gotta, we gotta keep, we gotta, uh, you know what? We gotta, we gotta have the person there to be like, you know, like a, almost like a, like an official. Like, Hey, like 
welcome to the planet, but please don't blow us up. Okay. Like you gotta have that. You gotta have the peace. Um, and all I can think of is politicians right now, and I don't want to send a politician because I think they're too polished. I think the aliens. What about Putin? He's not that polished. Will be able to see through that. Um, I'd send. I'd probably send. Let's put a pin in this. You can that's do a fictional for, character if you want. The, the fictional character? Yeah, if you want to do a fictional right. character, that's totally fine. Um, God, all the... I don't read enough to to pick a picture, fictional character. Um, you know what? Another athlete. I'm going to send Lance Armstrong. Because he he's going to be like, hey, guys, this is... This is the highs and lows of Earth. He also only has one testicle, so he's almost an alien. Yeah. Because I imagine aliens are kind of just flat down there like a Barbie. You know? I think they're actually really hairy. You think they're hairy? I think I think the aliens are com- coming in there. They're they going to be like hairy. Mops. They're just like, like moms? Mops. Like mops. Mop head? Maybe. Some of them. What would be scarier? They look like they're long hair everywhere or their entire body's like covered in like a five o'clock shadow stubble? I think five o'clock yeah, stubble. Yeah, like they, they just look prickly. Yeah. I I want none of that. With like, I think aliens, have you ever seen that Airbnb commercial? I thought you were say, have you ever seen the alien? <laughs> No, which Airbnb commercial? The there, Airbnb commercial where it, they're like, you can be whoever you want to be inside the house, but outside the house, you got to be human. No. I, I don't think that's the exact messaging they were going for in that Airbnb commercial, but it's like all like, you can let your hair down Okay. in our vacation rentals. But for a cleanup fee of like 120. Probably. Yeah. Fourth person. For Lance, fourth person. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. T. T. Woods. Woods Burt Kreischer. Um, I should write these down because I'm pretty sure. What did Judd say? I'm, I think he said like the ShamWow guy um, was one of them. I think maybe. No. Uh, Ryan Graham. It was like Louis C.K., a Jewish guy. Um just just a Jewish guy. A uh, um, Jewish guy. Um, and then I would send uh, Gary V. That's to, a great answer. To, to, to lead the charge? To sell Earth to the aliens. I like that. I think that's my favorite answer of yours, Gary V. He would be great up there. Yeah. He's like... Using a lot of hand gestures, saying saying stuff like, you know. Like, this may look like a garage sale to you, but I but I see a million fucking bucks. And there's a million people down there to make connections with. G- Gary Vee has to be up there. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's my of your four. That's my favorite for sure. Burt Kreischer, I think would. You hope they're in a good mood if Burt Kreischer's going up there. Burt Kreischer, you send in to like warm up the crowd. I don't think he's open for a while. I mean, he'll open to save the planet. Yeah, he would. But he'd try and steal the show. He would try to steal the show. He may get too drunk. But I think I can. I think he'll keep in the check for saving the planet. If aliens are the future, us. Do you think booze is still a thing? I think. I think if the aliens are future us, there's another form of like how to ingest booze, like a pill. Not not necessarily a pill, but like, like, just. At that point, it's got to be like a computer program. Like, enter a few numbers in, you're feeling a little loose. Yeah. They yeah. cut out the, like, the awkward time where you're like, am I drunk? Did yeah. I? And then, It's like, just right to buzz. Yeah. And then you can turn it off. That would be dangerous. Oh, that'd be, that'd be, that's a stupid song playing in your dryer. So you didn't have the laundry machine noise when you are here last time. No. See how long that was? Yeah. I mean, you think it ends like three times. It's a, a symphony. I would send the guy, whoever made that noise in our washing machine up, in hopes the aliens are angry and they killed him first. Because that's <laughs> way too fucking long. It's a, it's a medley. It is. It, it's a full song. It's a full song. Yeah. Do you have um, any dumb questions for me? Dumb questions. What's next for you? Tuesday. Tuesday. Great answer. Yeah. That's that's it. I'm busy with work. It's basically life is basically get up, go work, stand up, eat, go to bed. It's been a great time. I'm enjoying it. I want to travel a little more. But are you are you in Milwaukee for a long time? At least till September. What's that's when our lease is in. Okay. Yeah. We signed a six month extension. Um this month and this month in June are busy. I I'm either um I think I have something every weekend between now and the end of June. I think I might have one weekend off. It's like two weddings. North Carolina, Denver, Tough Mudder. Um It's a lot. It's a lot. But it'd be a are, good time. Are you are you thinking about moving? Kinda. I I've always thinking about it. I, I there's just a lot of external factors that I always consider that have kept me here a lot, but I think I'm approaching a point where I feel good about leaving. It's just if I don't do it soon for at least a year or two, I'm kind of missing out on that window. Yeah. Like I'd like to do it before I'm 30 and I turned 27 this year and I want to cry. I want to pretend it's not even my birthday when it's my birthday. Why? See, I say that, but then I also had the same mentality. I'm like, you know, there's going to be a point where hopefully one day I have kids and my birthday really won't fucking mean anything. Yeah. Like, when your mom or dad turns however old they are, I this sounds terrible because my 
I know one or both of my parents listen to this sometimes, but they don't do anything. But I I wish we did more. I that's on us sometimes. But um, it's just happy birthday. Get them their gift, the flowers, and you kind of it doesn't feel as seem as special as you get older. So I part of me is like I don't want to turn twenty seven. I still wish I was twenty. I feel like I'm twenty three, um, twenty two. I won't go as low as twenty one. I was a fuckhead. Um, but you look yeah. like you're thirty nine. Thirty nine. That hurts. The other thing that scared, but before I. Oh, by the it. way, you're a terrible son. You, you should make your parents so happy on their birthday. What'd you do for your mom's birthday last year? You don't even remember. That's how special it was. I don't remember, but it was it was special. My parents usually want to like to hang all... out with my wife, which my parents like her <laughs> better than me. I feel like that's most. I I most feel... parents who have sons probably like the daughter in law way better. Yeah, or the significant like, other. Yeah, my my mom is like thrilled that even one of us has a girlfriend. She's like, because she's only had boys. Yeah. I and yeah, that's a big factor yeah. too. My mom, it's it's just me and my brother, and she yeah, was so like, I, I happy. Need some estrogen in this room. Yeah, she was so happy to for me to finally have a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, she's like just someone that won't piss on the toilet seat. Yeah. Or someone who knows how mad I get when people piss on the toilet seat. Oh, you don't like when people piss on the toilet seat? No one likes when anyone pisses on the toilet seat, but no. you do it on accident every once in a while, that little dribble afterwards. Yeah. It happens. Let's talk about a different subject. I want to talk about the people who leave toilet paper on the floor in my gym. How do you miss? How do you miss the toilet? Wait, what? Like, I'm picturing a roll of toilet paper on the floor. I'll go. I'll come in in the morning. and I'll, Is it a roll of toilet paper? No. or It's like... Just someone, you know, pulled down, ripped it off. It looks like they crumpled it and then just threw it on the oh, ground. Oh, that you're not you're talking about paper towel. No. no, toilet paper. They haven't wiped with it. Why are you using toilet paper in the bathroom? In is it next to the sink? It's in my gym bathroom. That doesn't answer the question. Well, I don't know why they're using to. I, I don't know if they tried blowing their nose and then they tried throwing it in there, the trash can, then missed and then just hit the floor. <sighs> but I'm sick of putting on gloves in the morning. Yeah. That's, we should change it before I get mad. That's, yeah, change it up. Switch it up. May 20th, Story Hill Firehouse, 8 Subs. p.m. Stop doing that. <laughs> I think they got, they know where it is now. How, okay. We'll end it with this because they need to know how they can buy them, where they yep. can buy them. They, you're just telling them where it is. You're just hoping they all show up outside the building. Yeah. Uh, you can buy the tickets. You can go on my Instagram page, um, Ben Hoffman Comedy. That is Hoffman, H O F M A N. No double F or double N or. Double M, one of everything, Ben Hoffman Comedy on Instagram. Uh, a link is in my bio to the Eventbrite page. 
Yeah. I'll put it in the fat chance one as well for okay. you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. No webs. There's just, we'll post links to it. Yeah. And then let's sell some tickets. I'm coming right after my show. I'm excited. Are they going to let me in slightly late? Yeah. Who's running the door? Uh, Judd. Judd? Yeah. Oh, he'll let me in. Yeah. Final question. Yep. What are you wearing? This is a question you should have asked at the beginning because this is going to be a long answer. So far, I have my shoes narrowed down to two. Uh, my black and white dunks, my panda dunks, high top dunks, or a wild card uh, dunks that I'm getting tomorrow. Low cut. Um, SB's purple and blue. Interesting. Okay. How many pants have we narrowed down? We're either going to do a Lululemon light blue or a Lululemon dark blue. Sweatpant or pant? Pant. Okay. The commission pant. Okay. Um, shirt. Shirt. That's still Not up in the air. Clue, yeah. I don't. I don't like doing comedy in short sleeves, especially when I haven't worked out in a while. Right, so you're going to do a jacket. Jacket, crew neck. I'm thinking, can I can I weigh in? Yeah. Like the shoes and pants. Yep. I I like the flashy shoes. Um, don't go hoodie. Okay. I, I don't think hoodie. I think it takes away from your face. Yep. You're not wearing a hat, are you? Nope. Okay. I think crew neck. Your shoes are the staple. Of your outfit because they seem like they pop a bit, right? Right. You have simple pants, crew neck hoodie with either something simple on the front, um, but or no, but no sportswear. No, don't don't put Nike, don't put Under Armour, don't put Adidas. Have it like you know, I have the sweatshirt that says "Go Away" on it. Something simple. Right. But you don't like, I yeah, t-shirt. No, don't do a bomber jacket. Do not do a bomber jacket. Yeah, not a bomber jacket guy. And no zip up. Zip up like that. Yeah, I that's mean, my opinion. Hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not doing a hoodie. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I like crew neck or do the like the t-shirt button-down look open. Yeah. Or you know I. I do flannels. I love flannels. Yeah. Or do a flannel. Yeah. We'll wait and see when you guys are there. May 20th. Store Hill Firehouse. 8 o'clock. Peace. Thank you, buddy.